0: Did you know that the up-and-coming game Starfield has four times the amount of dialogue of previous Elder Scrolls game Skyrim? You're listening to the Xbox Hub Podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit thexboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast
1: delights.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast episode 148. My name is Gareth Bry, I'm your host. And before I introduce our lovely guests, I just want to apologize. We've been away for a couple of months all down to me, I have death in the family, um, I'm laughing about it but it's been a long time so I've had to sort a lot of that out and also I've had flu now for two weeks which everyone's had, Paul Richard's got it now. Um, so I apologise, it's been a long time but we're back, we're back for the new year and on my virtual left is Mr Paul Renshaw, how are you doing Paul?
3: Hello there, good afternoon Gareth or good evening as it may be. Yeah. Um how are you doing now? Are you all recovered? I'm all recovered. I'm
2: still, I'm still, still recovering from the flu. It's still there, still lingering. Um, mm. But it's all right. Um, and on my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. Hey, doing, Richards.
4: Uh, not too bad. I sound worse than I feel, but yeah. yeah, not too bad. He's braved it on here. The flu. And we back. Some, some of us had to. I
2: know. Not like me. Just just <laughs> falls falls at the first <laughs> hurdle. Um, But we're back in the new year, excited. Uh, What we're going to do today, we're going to do a little bit of news, um, look about the games we've been playing over Christmas, and then a little preview of 2023. Um, What have we been doing this week, though? Let's start with Paul. Paul, what have you been doing this week?
3: Hello. Well, this week, um, following on from what you were saying about your death in the family, we also had one. My 90-year-old grandfather passed away just before Christmas. Mm. Um, he just went to sleep one night and didn't wake up the next day. I think, you know, if you're going to go, that's the way to go. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, we've been up to Scotland for the funeral. Um, so that's really my big news for this week. It's yeah. all a bit sad and depressing, but hopefully it's out the way now. And yeah. we can sort of move onwards and upwards, new year, new opportunities, exciting, all them cliches. Exactly. So,
1: exactly. see how
3: we get on.
0: Yeah. It takes exactly, Gary. Exactly. Um, what about you, Richard?
2: <clears throat> I was about to say any deaths in your family, but I'm not going to say that. Keep
1: it, keep it light. Keep it
4: light. I've just been to the to cinema, really, so sort I've. Of. We've got a, a monthly pass, so we're, we're trying to save save money where we can and, and use that a bit more often. So we've been to see uh, Avatar, The Way of Water. Ooh. And on Monday, I went to see A Man Called Otto as well. Let's start with Avatar. What was it like, Richard?
1: <laughs>
4: uh, basically the same film, but longer. <laughs> so if you enjoyed the first one, then you'll enjoy the second one. I mean, even, even plot-wise, it's... It's almost identical. Right. And then I read, without giving too much away, um, something happens at the end, and then I read something afterwards that um, a certain character will be appearing in the next three films that he's got planned. Right. And I I was just like, so it is literally going to be the same every film then, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
3: Is is the character Batman?
0: (laughs) No,
4: no, he's not in the first one either.
3: Oh... I don't want to. I'm not
4: going to bother watching it then. <laughs> um, I don't fancy I'm not going to watch this film. Um,
2: but it's done very well. The box office It's had some pretty good yeah, reviews I, as well. Yeah. So it's. I think generally the people I've spoken to have said what you just said as well. But the reviews seem to have liked it. And uh, yeah, it's done amazing. So we're going to see more of these. Maybe we're going to get to see the game at some point. They've done a little thing. This year. Yeah. Um, Paul. Hello. B- oh no, I've asked you already.
3: This is this, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, rusty. I'm it, it, rusty. It's still it's still a funeral, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, Richard, what was the other film you said? Uh A Man Called Otto, which is the new Tom Hanks film. I think based on a Swedish film that's based on a Swedish book. Um about unsurprisingly, a man called Otto
1: mm.
4: who uh lives on his own. Um and then you find you just you learn about why he lives on his own, and he gets some new neighbors, and they sort of help help turn his life around. Sort of is it's like even even if you read the basic plot, you know exactly what's going to happen throughout it, and what happens at the end. But it, it's it's a nice melancholic comedy drama, I'd say.
2: Okay, I know that writer, um, a Swedish writer. I've just written a, read a book by him, and I. Yeah, I liked him a lot. I liked his stuff. So, I might look forward to that. But it's quite... Is it quite... You kind of know what's going to happen, but that's okay?
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: I think yeah. it With, accepts its style out fairly early. Yeah. With so much sort of Swedish influence, is the Swedish chef in it? Does anybody at <laughs> any, from any from
4: point... Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I
3: don't know I have to think about <laughs> Yeah, that. I love the way you oh, thought
4: about it. He's oh got, poor
2: Richard's got flu. We're giving, don't ask him questions like that. I was going to
3: say, it's not a great advertisement for sort of going outdoors and mixing with people, really, is it? I've been to the cinema twice, no look at me. So. Oh, no,
4: no, this is, this is what my nieces. I'm blaming them for this one.
3: Yeah. Okay.
4: Um,
2: well, the Swedish um, Chef reference gets me to my recommendations of two things I've watched this week. Uh, the first one is a film on Disney. The Marpitz, yeah, uh, on Disney Plus. It's called The Menu, and it stars uh, Ralph Fiennes. <coughs> um, I think it's directed by one of the The Succession directors, um, Mark Malode. and it's uh, Matt um, Ralph Fiennes plays a chef who has this exclusive restaurant on an island that you have to get by the, by boat, and it's a, he's the best chef in the world, and only twelve kind of guests could come to this. Um, restaurant to eat and these 12 guests go there and then things happen there that's very surprising and it isn't what you think and i can't say anything more about it because it will spoil it but it's um it's really good it's really good fun i really enjoy it. i think is great it's got it's it, it it's like a, a psychological horror thriller drama but funny as well yeah it's it's a uh, it's um really well some great kind of performances in there. It's really worth a lot, especially if you've got Disney+, Plus. it's free, give it a go, it's um, really worth it. And the other one is a series I watched on Apple Plus called... uh, it's called Apple Plus, is it? It's called Slow Horses and Slow Horses stars um, Garrett Oldman and the premise of it is Slow Horses are this nickname for these group of spies from MI5 who are a bit rubbish. Basically, they um, have been sort of like sacked from the main M5 place, or done something not very good. Like this, at the start of the first five minutes, this kind of young up and coming spy um, fails a a assimilation, ends up in those people being blown up at Stansted Airport. So he gets deported to this place called Slough House, run by Gary Oldman, Um, and. All the other spies there have done something terrible, and this place is a mess. It's like an horrible office in in London, and um, it's really good fun. It's very British. It's but it has that kind of spy um, thriller kind of espionage, and I, I've really I really enjoyed it. We've got two seasons on. That I've kind of like it's only six episodes each, but if you get a chance, and you've got Apple. Give it a go. It's really yeah, it's very good. Gary Maldon's great as well. He plays a sort of like smoking slob of a man, but who's got other talents underneath. Yeah. Good. That's a real... Should we go into games? What we've been playing? Mm. Yeah. In,
3: on, an X, on an Xbox podcast. Oh, my Good
2: God. Um, <coughs> now, some of these will cover what we've been doing over Christmas, um, and probably because I've, I've sort of been catching up on everything, really. Um, but let's start with uh, Richard. What have you, What's the game you want to talk about first?
4: Um, I suppose we should probably talk about God of War, Ragnarok.
0: Oh, yeah. Go on.
4: Um, I'm about halfway through it now. I uh, I took a few weeks off from it over Christmas to to play um, Crisis Core, the Final Fantasy Remaster. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sold on it. If I'm being
3: oh. honest, my goodness,
4: I loved the last one. And I just think this one's a little too similar. So where I'm where I'm at now, I'm sort of playing through it and I'm enjoying the story, the story's taking me along and that I just feel that because it's very similar to the last one, the bits in between the stuff that's interesting me is in the story is just a bit too long.
2: Whereabouts are you? Can I answer that question?
3: I without many spoilers, obviously. Yeah.
4: I'm with Freya and I'm, we've just met her brother. Oh okay right yeah.
2: I think yeah no I I I I know I know exactly what you mean. I think I I had that for the first couple of hours I thought and then then it does some surprising stuff I think. Um yeah. Gameplay-wise it does it's worth. I mean the lo- I mean I looked at it when I've been playing I've been looking at it and going I don't know how this runs on a PS4 at all some of some of it. No. <laughs> but it's um it's very I think you're right. I think it's a kind of it's very familiar, as in the fights and everything else. But it does it does do some interesting stuff a bit later on. Keep going with it, Richard. It does. Oh, um,
4: I'm definitely going to finish. Yeah, it, it does.
2: Just, it changes think, stuff around
4: quite a bit. Um, I think I just want the story more than the gameplay yeah. because I've, I've played this gameplay now for forty, fifty hours.
2: I mean, the youngsters well,
4: across both games anyway.
2: The youngsters online keep calling it the God of cutscenes.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's not even that
2: bad: no it's about, I think what they refer to it how it's the cutscenes. the story is the main you know thing rather than uh, as well the, the game people. Uh, yeah, I don't think that. Yeah,
3: interesting. Can yeah. I just piggyback on the back yeah. of that for a second? Um, I am having with my newly acquired PS4 real trouble with God of War. Mm. It just will not play. Oh. I've bought two the copies on I, yeah, yeah, I bought two copies on disk, and I've now bought it digitally and downloaded it, and it just will not play on my p s four at all. I just get a weird error c e and then some numbers oh, nice. um yeah, googling it, it says it might be that the hard drive's on the way out, so I've gone out and bought a terabyte s s. d and stuck that in and configured it, and every other game I have runs perfectly. But God of War will not play at all, and it's making me sad.
2: That's mad. Anyone knows yeah. That's why
3: this is the case? Please write it. Absolutely. Um, yes. If you, if you know what the CE number 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 yeah. error code means, answers on a postcard.
2: Have you got a PS Pro or PS Four <laughs> normal?
3: I don't know. It cost hundred and fifty quid, so I imagine it's a PS Four.
2: But you should. It's a big
3: lump of black plastic underneath my telly. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, it should run. Everything else runs. I can run Ghost of Satsuma. I can run um, Final Fantasy Remake. Everything else works brilliantly. But God of War, no. Just doesn't want to know.
2: That's mad. Well, if (laughs) you know, please let us us know. Um, Paul, what other game have you been playing? Well, you haven't been playing God of War, but what other games have you been playing?
3: Well, I haven't been playing God of War. I've been playing Final Fantasy Remake, Mm. Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I'm really quite enjoying. Um, I'm still not completely sold on the decision to make it a an action game rather than a turn-based combat game, um, but so far I'm enjoying it. And I've got to say, Tifa looks a lot better in this game than she did in the original. Um, she has a few more polygons to her shape, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all gravy. Um, I've really been enjoying um, Ghost of... Well, I, I, I want to call it Ghost of Satsuma, but... I know that's not the name, but yeah. that that is really good. Have you played that one? Guys? Yes, I have. I done that. It's fantastic. Very isn't good. It? Yeah, I love the stealthy sneak about and stab people and be all dishonourable and stuff. It's yeah. great. Um, but turning back to the uh, the old Xbox briefly.
2: Are you covering um, all your games now in one <laughs> big go rather than going through? You've done two already.
3: Well, well I've done I'm that. All right with it. I've touched on two. <laughs> okay, right but, go on. You know. If, if well, you want yeah. me to shut up, Gareth, no, no. just say that. Gareth, let's say the know. other one. <laughs> <laughs> I have been playing all of the games, as you probably noticed yeah. in the run-up to the end of last year, with the amount of reviews we had to do.
1: Yeah,
3: It was bonkers. Anyway, I want to talk about a strategy game called Strategic Mind Fight for Freedom.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, dear listener, if you do yourself one favour this year make sure that you do not play this game. It is absolutely dreadful. Um, the cutscenes are laughable. The British generals and even Winston Churchill sound like they're immigrants from Hungary or somewhere like that. The American generals sound like they've come from Mars. It's very bizarre. Um, it doesn't run very well. It's a rubbish game. Um, and it's very badly optimized for the controller. And when I reviewed it, I gave it a grand total of one star. And that's mainly because it runs ish. Uh,
2: what is it? Is it like a kind of civilization type
3: game? Is it? Like it's that? more like a Command and Conquer. Oh, okay, right. Where you have units and you have to then go and attack other units. But the controller optimization is so poor that trying to get your guys to do anything is just an exercise in frustration. And yeah, if you want to play a, a real time strategy game, go and pick up Command and Conquer for the old Xbox three sixty. Okay. brilliant we won't be playing that.
2: And um, now wouldn't my games are I'm gonna talk about three games, but they've already they've been out for I've just basically been complete, you know, loads of games so i was poorly. Um first one I'm gonna talk about we haven't talked about Higher on Life here, have we? I don't think we did, mm-hmm. did we? Because it not come no. out by the time. Um so I've finished Higher on Life, which came out in December on the Xbox. Um, have you two played Higher on Life?
3: I've played until the fir- I've beaten the first boss. All right. And then just kind of went, meh.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Richard, have you played it? No, I've not. No. It's, I mean, it's it's done really well on Game Pass. I think it's one of the most popular games on Game Pass that's ever been. It's, mm-hmm. it's done big yeah. numbers. Um. It's by the Ricky and Morty uh, team, um, voiced by uh, the same people as well. And you, if you don't know, you do know it. You you play as a human who has guns that can talk and weapons that can talk, and you, it's like a a first person shooter. But the main thing about it is the kind of comedy and the writing <laughs> and, the, and the characters you meet around this and kind of swearing. universe and the swearing. <laughs> it's very sweary. <laughs> it's not for the kids. I I I enjoy. I really enjoyed. it. I mean, I think. It gets very um, the same because you you know you end up in the same kind of battles and the same people and it's it, it's a very pretty kind of world but you do replay the same areas a few times and the enemies aren't this huge range of enemies and you see the same kind of team it gets a bit familiar um, it's basically a level and sort of like seven boss fights really um, and it's. But it has it has some excellent kind of like sort of breaking the first, the third wall kind of stuff all the time, like the guns always talking to you. Or there's like there's a great bit when you 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 see this kid, that's quite annoying, and then you try to shoot the kid, and it goes, "What are you doing? Why are you trying to shoot the kid?" <laughs> Thinking like that, really, like yeah, all the time the guns talking to you like that, and um, yeah, it's. And all the guns kind of have got different personalities and different voices, and and some of the gun mechanics are great. You know, you've got some gun mechanics to all do different things. They like can freeze time, so some of that's really interesting. Um, but I think, Paul, your probably reaction is, yeah, I think that's been a thing. I think it is. But I I enjoyed it. It's only eight hours long. It's quite a shorty, um, and it's good to have something a little bit different because it is very different on the Xbox as well. Um, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. You should give it a go. Especially when you've got Game Pass, it's, it's
3: worth having a little go. If you've something. got Game Pass, it's yeah. like a no-brainer, isn't it? Because yeah, exactly. it, it is, like you say, very entertaining. I mean, you were saying there about that kid. Did you keep trying to shoot yeah, the kid? Yeah, yeah. Did, did you manage it? Yeah, again? yeah. And then someone, I think, one, I think when you
1: do
2: it, one person goes, yeah, he was quite annoying. Yeah, like his mum yeah. or something. Yeah. So there's lots of lovely little <laughs> moments all the time throughout it. It's great. All kind of comedy moments and... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's good, it's good, um, and it's a little moment you can you can they've obviously got the license into three terrible movies, um, one um, one sort of like nineties, early nineties, one about a T Rex, another one called Vampire Hookers that you can just watch all the way through if you want to, which is quite <laughs> quite good. Um, good, that's my game. Let's go back to Richard. Richard, what are you going to talk about?
4: Uh, I'll I'll talk about Crisis Core to give it I'll give it its full name Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Reunion, mm-hmm. which is the remaster of Crisis Core Final Fantasy Seven that came out on the PSP ten fifteen years ago maybe even longer now All right um, so it's a prequel to Final Fantasy Seven um, which is done through the eyes of Zach, you guys both played Final Fantasy 7, yes? Yeah. So you know how Zach um, is sort of briefly mentioned a couple of times in the main game?
3: Yeah. Yeah. This is all about him now.
2: Right. Says so Paul
4: and Gareth not really knowing anything about... I know,
3: I, I know exactly where Zach is, I just don't want to spoil it for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
4: I'm trying not to go there myself, even though Final Fantasy 7 twenty six years old now or something stupid um but yeah crisis car is all about you play as zach and um you, you learn all about his backstory basically um but this is a remaster now so it's 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 more like a remake than a remaster which is what i put in my review because the the work that's gone into it it's not just like a simple update of textures and assets. There's so much more. They've basically redone the whole game. Um, And it looks almost on par with Final Fantasy VII Remake in some places. Um, The UI is very similar to, to the remake now as well, and some of the voice actors are brought in to Crisis Core as well. So it's definitely... Try to appeal to those that never played it before, and perhaps those that picked up just picked up Final Fantasy VII Remake, and be like, "Well, here's this whole uh, backstory to one of the characters that you should you should probably know before Rebirth comes out next year or this year." Um, And I had an absolute blast with it. I think I gave it four and a half stars out of five. Ah.
1: Um,
4: It's also an action RPG. Uh, like Remake is but it's a little bit simpler so whereas Final Fantasy 7 had, Remake had the it was an action IPG but it still kept the ATB gauge Yeah, it sort of just does away with that and it makes it a little bit simpler and it's a lot more streamlined in the process and I think arguably it's a better combat system than Final Fantasy 7 Remake because what I agree with what you were saying Paul as well there was just a few things Okay. About that combat system that I didn't agree with when I played that, but uh, it's a lot better on Crisis Core, and it's also it, it's nice to sort of then see these same characters like Aerith and Tifa and Sephiroth are all are all in Crisis Core and all pop up, and um, yeah, it's nice to get a bit of backstory to all these characters that, that for, for many people we've we've grown up with, and spent a lot of time with, all right. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a really, really good time with it. <clears throat> Great, okay.
1: Excellent.
3: Well, oh. I'll look out for that one. Good,
2: um, Paul. Last game for you. We're only doing do two. My last
3: game. Yeah. Oh, we're only doing two now. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Which one shall I choose then? I'm going to choose another stupid little game um, at risk of minor spoilers called Backpack Twins. Um, and basically, it's a game where you play as twins with backpacks. I mean, you'd never have got it from the title. Um, and in a bit of, you know, sort of fourth wall breaking that even Deadpool had go, phoo, that's a bit much. The game talks to you at the beginning and tells you that it's going to put you through a series of trials for no good reason, just to see what happens. And then basically you take control of one or other of these twins and you have to manoeuvre them through the various levels to the exit where they can meet up. Um, The twins can jump and they can crouch and they can stand on top of each other to reach higher platforms. And that is pretty much the entire game. So take control of a hipster beardy twin with a massive backpack run him through a level, do some jumping, um, get to the exit, and then go back and get the other one and bring them to the exit and rinse and repeat. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's okay in small bursts, um, but at the same time that it was released on the Xbox, it was released on the Switch, and I think it would suit the Switch style of play a lot better, you know, where you just do 20 minutes while you're on the bus or whatever.
1: Um,
3: yeah. I think it, it suits that style of gaming more than it does sitting down for a long session in front of the big telly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's okay. It's reasonably good fun. There's speedrun possibilities, apparently. But to be honest, by the end of the level, I was that sick of it. I don't want to go back and see if I can do it any quicker. It's uh, just a case of let's go on to the next thing and see what's in there. So, yeah. yeah it's okay
2: it's okay good okay thank you paul um now the last two i'm going to really briefly mention the cholesterol protocol i think richard reviewed that for us in december i've just got it um and i've had an hour of it i really like it i think it's great
3: what what can go wrong yeah the world's greatest game i think it's brilliant
2: i really enjoy it i think it looks great i think it's got a bad deal so far i'm enjoying myself with it I think I've was... already forgotten
4: about that game. Oh, there
3: you go. Um, did but... it? Did it not review well then?
2: No, it's, it got a mixture between sort of like fours and some sevens. Really, it's in between that, or maybe an 8 and But
3: yeah, it didn't review really great. What did you think of it, Richard? What did you give it? I gave it. I gave it
4: three and a half out of five. Okay. I mean, it's not. It's not a bad game. It's just. I think the Dead Space remake will be a lot
2: better. I think you will like it. I think you'll really like it, Paul. I think it's fun.
3: I, I probably should give it a try. Yeah, to be yeah. honest, um, it does sound like it's right up my alley.
2: Yeah, I think the. I mean, I've been <laughs> playing an hour, so I don't know. So yeah, and also just great to see something visually looking great. Um, I've played. I have got COD at the start of this year. I traded in something. I <laughs> got a war, and I got COD. And I thought I always get the COD. Play the campaign first of all. It took me. Um, it. Put 140 gigs on my machine, and uh, and I, I went. I thought you were
3: going to say it took 140 <laughs> hours to do the campaign,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. uh, which frightened me a bit. And then when I tried to play the multiplayer, I thought I'm going to go game out the multiplayer. I went, you need to download something else. I went, no, I'm not going to do this. Um, <laughs> so the campaign I played, and you know, visually it looks stunning. It's great to kind of see, you know, the locations and some of the stuff they do in there. Is good. It's interesting. There's a couple of old kind of Modern Warfare Two stuff, and they do you know like the from above, and like you're taking out enemies from below by using a drone or something. And then, and then there's a weird kind of choices they make where you have to sort of like you're on your own in a couple of bits, and you have to sort of like you've got no guns so you have to kind of make bombs and shivs by collecting items, almost like The Last of Us, and like almost stealth it for a while. I can. I, I like the fact they tried it, but God, that gets quite annoying. Um, but you know, the problem, main problem with it, it's like a bad action movie. And there's some good performances, but it's not. It's just not that well written. It's not that well performed. Those characters are soap and stuff. It's playing up to a kind of st- a stereotype of what they. You know, it's almost, it's almost become like a little bit of a parody of itself now. And I don't think that's a good thing. It's not smart enough. I was thinking about the first Modern Warfare and I think that was quite smart. It did some really interesting stuff. And especially the kind of moments when you, you know, I'm thinking about when you're that prisoner at one point in first person and you just go through a journey and then you get killed. And then the bit where the nuclear bomb goes off and there's all those kind of moments that were kind of like oh my god, I think that's what made it quite surprising especially with that campaign. There isn't anything like that here. It looks great. It plays fine. It's good. It plays like a Call of Duty game. But it hasn't got that it's not one of the best campaigns. Hmm.
3: Was Modern Warfare the one where you had to sneak across a field while there were mm. tanks driving around and then shoot somebody?
2: Yeah, there's in, a bit in there's... like
3: a sniper suit. Yeah. I'm I they do, the right they game? do this again in this one. Yeah. There's a lot oh. of that in this one as well.
2: Oh my God, what's happened there? So come on.
4: Oh, it? Um, um, <laughs> am I right? you thinking as well that there's no Call of Duty this year. This is the last one for two years. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah, going to take a little break. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because um, it's been getting a bit stale from what I've been seeing. Yeah. Been hearing <laughs> from you again there. No.
2: <laughs> I mean, visually, it's great. I mean, it's, I really like You know, I think I have a culture. I really like. I'm trying to get excited for this year, which we talk about in a minute. With games coming up and seeing what visually they can do, you know, and it's there's some moments of that. You go, wow, this is great. Um, And I, 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 but you know, it's just a you just you know. I'm glad I got through it. (laughs) Mm. I was like, oh, done, good, thank you. Trade that in. Um, Now let's talk.
3: Sorry, Paul. I was going to say no cod this year then. No, so does, do you think that means that Medal of Honor will come back from EA? Could to, yeah. <laughs> could to,
1: yeah. Remember
3: good... Medal of Honor. Yeah. That was a that was a good game, that was. <laughs> um, it was a good game.
2: Now, before we go into our previews of what we like, I've got some breaking news. Would you like some breaking news, you got?
3: Oh, yes, Ooh, please. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right, here we go. Breaking news straight while we're doing this podcast. Um, Skull and Bones. Um, kids' yep. favourite. James's yep. favourite game. Um <laughs> has been delayed again.
3: Oh, no Christ way. God, it's been,
2: I, I, I thought you said it was news. <laughs> and it's been, de- it's been delayed to early 2023-24. So, oh, my. Yeah. And
4: There's U- a big old
2: delay there. And also, Ubisoft have cancelled three unannounced projects. What they are, oh, like, we don't know. And they basically said, we've had a really bad year. We had a bad year. The um, The Mario game had underperformed completely. Um, Is that the the rabid one? Yeah, and as did Just Dance um, as well. Uh So it sounds like they're in a little bit of trouble there. Um, And they haven't had Uh much
4: out. So, yeah,
1: there
4: you go. One of those unannounced ones, I imagine, will be the sequel to Immortals Phoenix Rising, which would be a shame because that was really good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy that. I thought that was really good. So... Better than these Assassin's Creed that they keep churning out.
2: <laughs> I think um, beyond Good and Evil two, and that's one of them.
3: No, I don't think that announced. game exists. So, so that that's, that's oh yeah, it's
2: been announced. You're right. Game. Sorry. Yeah, could be yes. a spl- Splinter Cell. Maybe it's gone.
3: Oh, yeah. That didn't could I have get announced? Be... It? You just don't know, do you? There's so many things it could yeah. be.
2: What happened to when that Prince of an
3: Unannounced one?
2: Prince of Persia remake.
3: That's
4: Did they announce me, it or it. they announced that? Didn't it was they? It. meant to be out
1: 2021 originally,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's
2: right, yeah. God, poor yeah. who's in trouble, been uh, like, yeah.
3: okay. Poor, poor James,
2: poor James. So he's got to wait for Skull and Bones for like that's 20, the, that's a thing, out, that. That's never coming out that game, <laughs> never coming out. Um, <laughs> right, let's talk about 2023. Now, we've picked three games each, um, and that we can just chat about and be excited about, um. Let's talk. First of all, Richard, what's your big hitter? First of
4: all, I mean the the fact that we've been told to pick three games for this entire year, when I could have picked three games coming out between now and Valentine's Day that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah,
1: it's
4: just it's going to be such a strong year. Like like you kept saying, this this is the delay from COVID. Yeah, this is everything finally hitting now. Um, My first one. Uh, I'll mention is like a dragon issue, which is the next Yakuza game, if you will. Um, A a lot's changed though now, so they've dropped the Yakuza name um, and will be gone known forward as like a dragon now, um, in line with Japan. And this one's set um, in the, the, the feudal age of Japan itself. So I think it's like. Fifteenth or sixteenth century, and it's based on a real, a real person who was in that time period. But it's done in the typical yakuza like a Dragon way. So all the all the characters are modelled after uh, protagonists from the the mainline yakuza games. Um, there's still going to be karaoke. There's still going to be Hilarious mini games and, and everything like it that, that people have come to expect, but it's just it's a different take, and, and, and this itself is a, a a remake or a remaster. I can't remember which one it is. Um, they never made it outside of Japan because I think when they released it at the time, they weren't sure that some of the, the story beats would transfer to a Western audience as well. So. But yeah, looking very much looking forward to that. I think that's 20th of February, so not oh. too long away. No, it's getting busy. It's I, getting I didn't
3: early. know we had. Didn't know we had to come up with dates.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> just hold all the line. Until I just need it, to go do some homework. Uh, okay.
4: <laughs> Until it's delayed, that is. That's the date for the time being. <laughs> okay. All
2: right, um, Paul. What's your first one?
3: Hello. Um, my first one is, um, I, I know that your motto is never go back, Gareth, mm. but I have to say Dead Space, the remake, looks amazing. And it is definitely coming out sometime in <laughs> January, I want to say.
2: January, the 30th or 31st, I think.
3: There you go. See, that's sometime well, 29th, in January. 29th,
1: yeah.
3: Well, Sometime in January, I'll do. Let's not get bogged down with numbers. <laughs> um, but, you know, just I have such fond memories of playing the first one um, that I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do on this generation of hardware. Now, it's going to be absolutely terrifying. Um, the bits of it that I've seen, the atmosphere is all there. Isaac looks amazing. Not sure about the whole giving him a voice thing because he never had a voice in the first one. Um, but, but
2: that's the but, whole point. They've got to move it forward, haven't they? Otherwise, you're just yeah, playing the same but, thing. You
3: know, he, he was just the. He, I think the idea of the first game was that he was a blank canvas, yeah, and you could project yourself onto him. Yeah. Whereas if he's chatting away and he sounds like you know like Brad Pitt or whatever, <laughs> you're not going to be able to do that. But you know. We'll see. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now, um, and I'm I'm just looking forward to getting my hands on it and chopping up some necromorphs. It's going to be amazing.
2: Good. You're not getting that game, Paul. You're not getting that game. We're all getting that game. We're all getting it instead.
3: Yeah. Um, we're, we're, there will be a massive ruck in a car park, somewhere, I don't we? <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> I, I feel like because I did the Kalisto Protocol, oh, Yeah. it should be my... But
3: I, I think that because you did the Kalisto Protocol, you've kind of done your horror bit for the year. <laughs> so now it needs to be somebody else. Again. Okay.
2: Um I did get I did listen to another podcast, would you believe? And I, I did get rid to press that they they went through everything for twenty twenty three and then they went um the thing they really looking forward to are Dead Space and Resident Evil four remake I was like, oh my
1: God <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah, that's about right.
2: Um Um Yeah, good. That's coming out soon. I think my first one, and this leads us into the announcement that happened today. Um, I'm going to say Starfield, of course. Um, so we know, and we're going to be covering it here, is there's going to be a developers Xbox-only conference. I think they've called it something a bit more snappier than that. Um, on the January the 25th, and they're going to be talking about Redfall, um, hopefully with a release date, Forza. Um, Something else, oh, Minecraft Legends, the new game coming out on Game Pass, and the Elder Scrolls Online game, which people like. Um, so that's coming out on the 25th, and but they've straight away said, and Starfield will have its own deep dive conference on its own quite soon afterwards. Mm. Um, so there's two sides of the court, people are panicking that like they think Starfield's gonna be delayed again, even though they come out at the start of the year and said it's going to be released in the first half um, and I am looking forward to this game like everyone else really excited to get my hands on this and just spend hours exploring it I think it's the big kind of Xbox um, you know exclusive game that I think is uh, they probably want to get right what do you what do you think about this idea of them not we're not going to get a release date probably till there. Deep dive. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll get something in January. Anyway. What do you think, Richard? Horde. when do you think it's going to come out? Well, Redfall, yeah. Uh, May. Oh, good shout, um, Paul. What about you? You excited about
3: it? Mm, well, I'm. I'm very excited. You know, uh, Skyrim in space. I can't wait. But I. Don't think it's going to be May. I, for some reason, I'm I'm sort of leaning towards November in my head. Oh wow! I know they've said that it's going to be first half of the year, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if it slipped just a tad. Right.
0: Okay.
4: I think I think it's ready to go. They're just doing all the the bug squashing now, and I think with how twenty twenty three is, they're almost looking for a quiet period of when they can release it and it'll have the biggest impact.
2: Because it's a it's a system seller as well, isn't it?
4: Oh, I
2: that's that's the that's the thing about it, isn't it? You yeah. you're gonna buy this with game pass on the console if you haven't got it already. And that's what they know that. It's gotta be I think you're right, they've got to have that right moment. And I think there's been some interesting things. There's lots of articles about testers saying it's brilliant, it's it's beyond expectations. So you don't know if that's Microsoft people <laughs> telling they, them, they, yeah, you. Yeah, know.
3: you're not. As uh, far yeah. as I know, when you're a tester, you're not really supposed to say anything, no. are you? No, you're not. So no. it's a bit surprising that Microsoft wouldn't have gone. Hey, we said no talking. Yeah. So
1: um, they're
4: not going to show that publicity, though. Well, no, no. Well, no. Not. Exactly. If that makes well, When
3: they kick up a thing. It just makes me wonder if it was perhaps just uh, Microsoft going. Let's just uh, plant this story here. Yeah.
2: So, mm. but I think I think it. I think it's going to be in the south. I do. I'm with Richard. I think they've got to. They made that commitment, didn't they? That yeah. in their conference when they went. These are the games you're going to be playing in the next year. I think. Well, they will want to we'll, to we'll, that. we'll We'll see right. We'll see. Yeah. Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go. There's nothing else I can say about stuff. It's going to be brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Richard, what's your second one?
4: Uh, coffee Talk 2. Oh, you like your Coffee Talk. talk. Coffee Talk is it coffee. episode 2, Hibiscus and... Uh, not Butterfly, something like that. One of the drinks you can make in it anywhere. Um, I'm currently replaying the first one again on my Switch. Absolutely love it. It's just the brush chilled game for me. Um, and yeah... I think this one's out in uh, fairly soon as well. It's not got a firm release date, but I would expect that to be first half of this year as well. Now, and it's just it's just a great world that it puts you in. It's very much a, a human world, but there's also these different race, different species, and how it how it's able to to sort of deal with real world real world for us issues. But convey them into orcs and vampires and werewolves and everything else is is impressive. Um, I love the pixel art. I love the soundtrack. I just think I, I'm I'm. I think it must be three years now since the first one. Mm. It's been a, a fair old way.
2: Didn't the guy die? Um,
4: who made it? <laughs> one of one of them did. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> um. From from Tor, Torge Productions, I think one of the founders had passed away, Right. Um, which probably will have led to the delay. Thinking about it,
3: but yeah, um, just really looking forward to that.
0: Mm. Good coffee uh, talk too. Uh,
3: this this is what's fascinating to me about video games. In a year where you've got like Starfield and Forza and Redfall and everything. One of the most anticipated games from one of the guys who knows most about games that I know is a little sort of indie game. I think it's it's fascinating how people's tastes are so different.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm I'm interested in your choice, Dougal. I mean, I played the first one. I didn't think it was all that, but you know, <laughs> you obviously fell in love with it. So
4: I did. Yeah. Uh, but don't don't get me wrong. I'm still. Looking forward to all those other games. I just thought, knowing, knowing who we are and what, what we're likely to pick, I'll put that one down.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Um, good. Um, Paul, your second one, please.
3: Hello. Well, I'm going to cheat a little here, um, and I'm going to sort of combine two into one, because they're quite similar. I would like to look forward to Woe Long, i think it's forbidden something i can't remember the full name of it and also lies of p because Mm. they're both sort of you know the the sort of from software action rpg fighty fighty games um that both look like they bring something different to the table Mm. but are also quite similar so yeah i think both of those games are going to be interesting um, the long one because it's it seems to be more sort of Chinese history, I think. Um, and also The Lies of P because it's a new retelling of the whole Pinocchio mm. kind of tale. Um, I think they both look like they're going to be something interesting.
2: Both on Game Pass. I think Roland's coming Absolutely. out March yeah. the 3rd. W-
3: it isn't Long this month.
2: No, it's March the third. Is they, it March? And then the other one hasn't got a date yet, but it did say spring. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. They both yep. like, I had a go at. I think I went when I went to one of the. Co- <laughs> what did I go to? One of the things, and I had a go at that for a little bit. Maybe I had a Which heart. one? Long.
3: Oh, is it good? Did you enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, it was good. It
2: was hard as hell. It was really Excellent. hard. I mean, well, that's, yeah. that's I what think, you want that, isn't it. But I think they say you can change <clears> the difficulty <throat> level. It's not okay. like <clears> a. <throat> From software well, when it's just one, I think so. But for when I played it, they didn't. It was like, full
3: <laughs> um, we'll put it on, we'll put it on manly setting. And put it on easy, nice <laughs> <picks> and easy. <laughs> That's what I like. My set is easy.
2: Um, good, yeah, they're, they're, they're really exciting. Two big games there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to change mine around because I'm going to just talk. We talked Red 4 a bit. I'm looking forward to Red 4. We'll see a bit more about it. Um, and I was gonna say Atomic Heart, of course, but that's coming out soon. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but I'm gonna talk about things that are coming out in the next kind of three three weeks or so, I think. So my first one is gonna be I'm quite excited about the Hogwarts game. <laughs>
0: Ugh, yeah.
2: Away. I'm 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 up for this. I wanna play this. Um, yeah. and it I'm just getting I kinda of look at it. I like the it looks great. Um I think it, it's gonna be it's yeah, probably going to be ropey but I, I, I want a good open world I think it's going to be my little February exciting game yeah I'm going to put that up there Hogwarts like well, Richard's with me aren't you Richard?
4: I am I just think from what I've seen the scope of this game just looks incredible mm. and um, it's almost a shame that it's coming out in such a, a crammed, uh part of the year because yeah. I think you could be playing that for many hours yeah
2: yeah I think I'm I think, I'd, I think I'm going to get that. Easy. Did you um, see the news about it
4: today as well?
2: About Simon Peck. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, one of the professors, isn't he? Um, a, teacher. a teacher. There you go. Yeah, it's. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Paul's not yeah. excited, but we're
3: going to enjoy it. I, I've never got the whole Harry Potter thing, to be honest. I've never read the books. I didn't well, like the films. In a weird um, way,
2: I'm not worried about that. It's not the Harry Potter. I think it's just an open world adventure. And it just looks a bit... Uh-huh. I think that's what excites me. And also with wands, and there's lots to do. And I think I always like it. It just looks good. Um, You're a wizard, Gareth. I'm a wizard. <laughs> um, right, good. Let's go to our third choice game. And let's do Richard Furn. What's your third one, Richard? I think we know what it is.
4: Yes, yeah, my very big one for this year is uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. which at the moment is 22nd of June um i'm not confident it will be released then i think it will be delayed by a few months okay um but i've tried i've seen i've seen the trailers that have come out for it um i'm trying not to read too much stuff because um, i almost want to go into it a bit blind um obviously it's because it's final fantasy that's why it's my most anticipated game this year it's been coming up to 7 or 8 years since 15 released now i think
3: mm. um, has it been that long i want to say oh. 2015 i, think I don't, I'm not, I'm... don't feel that long does it doesn't maybe i'm just getting old and time's going fast um, can i can i just check though it's PlayStation exclusive, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's PS Five, yeah.
3: Yeah, because I, I saw a thing. I saw a. I don't know whether it was a tweet or a quote from one of the developers of Final Fantasy Sixteen today. And even though it's meant to be a timed exclusive, his advice to consumers was to buy a PS Five. It
4: was like, yeah, I saw that. It was all the PC gamers as well. They, did, they just have this like, oh well, it must be coming to PC.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: and he was like well i can't say whether it is or not
3: so if you want to play it just buy a ps5 yeah i find that a little upsetting i i, I think it, i would like to play it on the xbox mainly because i can't afford a ps5 but right. you know well that's what's plus <laughs> what Sony are doing aren't
4: they it's been widely publicized with this whole uh xbox activision thing that Sony are buying up exclusives and stopping them from being released on other consoles, mm-hmm. which is probably why we've still not got Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Although, with you starting that, I'm not that it's just going to be dropped at any point.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. They're not going to, um, they're not bringing Bloodborne either, are they? From software keeping that on the PlayStation as well, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sony, did Sony publish that though? Well. Not sure.
4: It's good. What they tend to do.
3: Anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're looking forward to a uh, PlayStation exclusive game.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, good. I'm a bit skeptical about it because it, what I have seen looks a bit like Final Fantasy XII, which I didn't get along with story wise.
2: That's the only thing I think. Every time I see a trailer for it, it gets a bit. It doesn't look as good. <laughs> The first trailer I really liked. And the last yeah. trailer I was like, hmm, I don't know why, but, yeah. but it would do something. It would do something amazing. Um, good, let's do Paul. Let's do your last Hello.
3: game. Hello, yes. My last game is the big one for me this year. And it's Forza Motorsport, the new one. Um, it just looks, from everything I've seen so far, it looks amazing. Um I was a little underwhelmed by GT Seven on the PS4, if I'm absolutely honest. Hmm. Um, so yeah, seeing Forza Motorsport coming to the Series X, it's just something I am very hmm. much looking forward to. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the 25th now. If we're going to be seeing more of it, um, oh, we'll probably get a date think, as
1: well.
3: I think it's going to be something pretty special. You know, if they if they can take the success of forza horizon five and build on that then yeah it's going to be something very uh very special indeed i think
2: as long as they don't have that prague um <laughs> laugh again i'll be happy
3: <laughs> listen that, they... prague, that prague oh. track is quite good i like oh. that track. Oh. you just have to prague. be what new to tracks fear.
2: new pretty tracks that's what i want um <laughs> Yes, good. Forza, yeah, we'll get a release date, hopefully, won't we? Maybe April or something. Looking
3: forward to it. Yes. Um,
2: interesting. Just gonna link it in quickly to a news article. So, that um, Forza Horizon developers, um, as a few of them have left Playground Games to form their own studio, um, mm-hmm. which is interesting. It's interesting to see what happens to the next Forza Horizon game. Will it? Because they're going to be doing something else. They're going to be working on an open world game. Um, and of course, Playground are also doing Fable, aren't they, at the moment as well? They are, yes. So it'd be interesting to see what's happened to that <clears throat> Forza Horizon franchise. They're not going to let it go, of course, but it's if we begin to see who's doing it, maybe they've got something already. But yeah, like you said, with this Forza game coming out now, we might have to wait for a couple of years rather than we were sort of getting the Horizon games every couple of years, wasn't we
3: for a while?
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, maybe we're still
4: waiting for some more DLC for that, though, aren't we as well?
3: There's a, there is a second pack due to drop at some stage, yes.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to do my last game, which is going to be... I'm going to do it in the next few weeks, as I said. I said about Hogwarts. I'm going to do Deliver Us Mars. Um, and I played Deliver Us the Moon. I remember going to... Just before COVID dropped, I went to watch the developers... They showcased it in this little office in London and people were starting to talk about this disease coming from China. I remember that. So, um, And I played Deliver to the Moon and I think I might have reviewed it, the first one not the Series X version. Um, and I really loved it. It was a little kind of brilliant little puzzle uh, first person adventure. You know, you you rocket a, uh, a ship into to the moon and you explore what's happening at the space And this is from the same people, um, Deliver Us Mars, much more sort of like interesting, more developed visuals, a different story. Um there seems to be a bit more to it this time as well. Uh, did you do Deliver Us the Moon Series X review, Richard? No,
4: no, no. I have not played it.
2: No, it's really good. Um, and so that's coming out, I think it's coming out February 3rd, so it's really close. But that that looks great. I'm really into that as well. There's so much coming out. We've only covered a few little bits here, but there's millions of games coming out between now and June, we know about before, without even talking about the second half of the year, which we'll get to later on. Um, So hopefully, cross fingers, 2023 is going to be an exciting one with this gen games at last. Um, Now, before we go, what are we looking forward to next week? Uh, Richard what are you looking forward to
4: I'm dog sitting on Saturday
1: Mm.
4: (laughs) Um, that's as excited as my life gets but dad's going to a wedding so we're looking after his dog it just means that we need to keep it separate from the rabbits
2: oh yeah
4: god
3: yeah yeah do that
2: Um, dog sitting for Richard (laughs) Paul what what, what have you got to up this
3: I'm not sure I can beat dog sitting Um, but Basically, at work now, we have a huge project kicking off where I have to replace the entirety of the wireless infrastructure in our warehouse. Um, And the warehouse is about the size of, shall we say, three football pitches. And it is about 40 feet high. So and of course, the access points are nailed to the roof. So uh, there'll be much whizzing about the place in scissor lifts and stuff. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah, How long
2: have you got to do that? How? What's your time?
3: Uh, well, that's a good question. Until today, it had to be completed by the 21st of January, and now it's starting to slip a little. Right. So, uh, yeah, we shall wait and see. Uh, watch yeah. this space.
2: This is taking over health updates.
3: Right. Absolutely. Wi-Fi yes. updates.
2: Um <laughs> Good, and I think I'm looking forward to next week. Is uh, the TV premiere? I think of the Last of Us. I think is out next week on HBO, which will be on Sky TV or Now TV next week. Um, it's got some brilliant. Brud- like uh, it's got some brilliant reviews. So it's by by the maker by the, the also the Chernobyl people as well. So it's yeah, it's getting some really great reviews. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, right. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Now, if we need to get hold of you, find you, where do we get you, Paul?
3: Um, I am on the Twitter, and my handle is at XboxHugPaul.
4: Richard, where can we get you? On the Twitter and Instagram, and my handle is at DoubleR1912. And you can find me on most things. On GP, Friday, on Twitter,
2: Twitch, other things. But for now, um, until next week, welcome back. Happy New Year. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
3: Happy New Year. Bye -bye. Bye.
0: You've been listening to the official podcast of the Xbox Hub.com. You can find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on
1: Facebook.